0: Let me do that. Thank you. Hey, Kua. Hey, Kendra. We are back in the studio for episode seven. Yes. Episode seven. Episode seven. Okay. I know. We have some other things in between, which... We'll be excited to announce. Yeah, very soon,
1: very soon. Yes. Very soon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, last week we talked a little bit. We missed you, first of all, last yeah, week. But we I had a great conversation, yes. right, um, around business capital. If you didn't hear that episode, go back and listen to it because there were a lot of different gems that were mm-hmm. um, discussed on that episode Get some money, y'all. Get
0: some money. It's out here.
1: It's out here. Yes, right. So, so we're gonna dive right in. Um, it's episode seven. We're gonna dive right in. Yes. We actually um have a hot topic that we want to mm-hmm. talk about, uh, and it's it relates to us up here in New York State, yes. right? Um, this is exciting news because there's been a lot of conversation mm-hmm. around New York State uh, going to. Marijuana. Yes. I'm saying go into marijuana. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, it's now legal here mm-hmm. recreationally. Yes. And so there's a lot of conversations around what that looks like as it relates to vending now mm-hmm. um, with marijuana. So we know it's recreational. They've also gotten rid of a lot of the criminal offenses that came with it. Right. You can carry up to, I want to say an ounce. I think it's an ounce. Yeah. I think it's an ounce of, of some sort, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, don't but yeah. quote us though. Don't quote us. Y'all look <laughs> it up. Don't go. Don't get got. Um, But yeah, so the news comes out of the New York Times and it says that New York State is set to announce plans for the first marijuana retail sales by the end of 2022 Mm -hmm. um, with the first and this is the the caveat, uh, which is really exciting too, the first 100 retail licenses being um, reserved for people with previous marijuana convictions. And so we know that our own uh, local folks have been on that. Yes. Um, the, the biggest thing about this is that they're trying to really reverse some of the patterns that have happened in the past. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of conversations with folks around like what happened in California, right? And a lot of times these licenses are reserved for folks right. that got money right. and have a means of really doing this, right? Exactly. So the whole idea behind it is to support people who have been previously convicted of Uh offenses saying y'all should be the first in line. Um, Although there is a big cost that comes with setting up as well. So, I mean, and I don't, don't quote us on this, but I think it's like 200,000 for, um, the retail license and then like maybe 20K for the application itself. Right. But we also know that there's a lot of legislation that has worked on you being able to have a business and a bank recognizing a marijuana business so you can get a loan. Right, right. So there's a lot to say around this, but the exciting part is that locally, we've had people at the forefront.
0: Yes, we did. And it. we say people. Right. And <laughs> when we say people, we are talking about our own Assemblywoman Crystal uh, D. People Stokes. Yes. And... This month is Women's International uh, History Month. Yeah. And so we're so happy to celebrate those who came before us, but also those who are just paving the way uh-huh. for things uh-huh. like this that McCoy um, just talked about. So Assemblywoman Crystal D. People Stokes, you just want to give her a, a shout out. Shout her out. Um, she was elevated to the position of Majority Leader of the New York State Assembly back in December 2018. And she has served as Buffalo's 141st Assembly District um, since two thousand. 2003 Mm -hmm. so she is born and raised in Buffalo um She is so proud of being a Buffalonian and she is that voice for us in Albany. So we are very thankful for her. Um, She is a strong advocate for people before politics Mm -hmm. and we know that to be true. Mm -hmm. We see her out in the community. She is the first one to arrive. She will talk to the people about our needs. Absolutely. Um, And so we're just so thankful for that. And She's a fearless leader in the diversity and inclusion space and she always makes sure that she ropes in um, MWBEs, Mm -hmm. um, equity, equity, all those things. And So we just want to to give her a special shout out and thank her for all the things that she's doing and just being our voice in Albany because we know it's definitely needed.
1: Yeah, and she's the sponsor or co-sponsor of that bill for New York State. Right, And I mean, to your point and being a woman of the people, she's stated in the past, listen, if this equity component is not a part of this Mm -hmm. bill, she would vote against her own bill. Exactly. And she was serious about that. She's held numerous events um, here locally, the cannabis events where if you're interested in starting a business um, in the cannabis industry, she brought people to the forefront to say, talk to these Mm -hmm. people, make connections and network. Um, So she's, she's awesome
0: yeah she's having those forums those community forums and talking to people about the access right right we talk about access a lot on our podcast and she's providing that way for them too absolutely so definitely you know make sure that you're following her um the conversations that she's having right because we can all benefit from that too
1: absolutely so uh more news to come on that end yeah i would love to get in that industry personally i think you know Talking on the side note, <laughs> I think there's a lot of opportunity it there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talk about like this. You remember the gold rush and how big of a deal that yeah. was. They yeah. call it the green rush, yes. right? Yeah. And so opportunities exist there. And um, you know, when you think about like the war on drugs and who mm-hmm. that disproportionately impacted, right? Communities of color. It is now our
0: turn to it's try to you know to... get in
1: the industry yep. that that um, has some space and exactly. in, in opportunity.
0: Yeah. So yeah. So that. that was that was that. <laughs> it was a good hot topic, right? Um, So I guess we'll just dive right into our main topic of the day. And there's an article that says dress to impress navigating your personal brand and the grooming gap. The grooming gap. Yes, the grooming gap. Okay. So we'll talk about that and what does that mean. Yes. But we know that, you know, when it comes to setting up rules, companies have employee handbooks and HR principles mm-hmm. um in place for for just guidelines, right? Of how you're supposed to be in the workplace in the workplace. However, um there's unspoken rule mm. where women are expected to look a certain way and it's called the grooming gap, right? Yeah. And so we'll talk about that and what does that mean and how it relates to bias, affinity bias, what does that look like? Yeah. And um, and things like that. But um, the grooming gap refers to standards for physical appearance and hygiene that disproportionately affects women and can lead to personal, professional and financial consequences. Yes. So So
1: when you talk about that grooming gap, right, um, personal, professional um, consequences that mm-hmm. come when you don't follow suit behind the grooming gap, what are we talking about? What are we talking about specifically? So
0: when we're talking about some of those things of what that looks like, I mean, um, women are deemed to be more attractive, getting promotions or better work Hmm. hours, um, paying for. So they're also paying for, you know, services like manicures and things like that. But people who don't necessarily look the part, quote unquote, right? They're um, overlooked for promotions. Yeah. Um, They don't get necessarily the job per se, things like that. And we know that to be true. Some of us has been affected by it. We know people have been affected by it. But I find that it's very interesting um, also in this article where it talks about that specifically um, women of color, Mm -hmm. uh, black women spend about $473 million annually on hair products. Say that number again. $473 Four hundred and seventy-three million dollars annually on hair products, and we know, and we know this to be true. We know that to be true, because look, and, and
1: exactly. Because I was going to point to you and your hair, because first noticed, of all, yeah. first of all, my co-host, my co-host is looking great, y'all. And look at
0: my co-host right She's, here,
1: but her hair is flowing, and so she is. Well, we both contribute to yes, um, to this market, to yes. that market for sure. Um, but I think you said something that's really interesting to me as it relates to. Um, this, this attractiveness mm-hmm. and promotions. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talk about bias a lot mm-hmm. on on the podcast, but there is a specific bias. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's something, and we, we didn't talk about this, but um, something called pretty privilege. Yep. Right? And so... Not everybody has pretty, pretty privilege, mm-hmm. um, but when we talk about bias, I know in the past we talked about this, like the symmetry of your face. Yes, um, you know how your face is shaped. We also know that weight is a role in that as well, yep. and there's been statistics that relate to women's um, their salaries and how that decreases by the pound, yep. essentially, right? Yep. So that's something that exists. We also know that if you're deemed to be more "quote unquote" attractive, mm-hmm. that generally there's a pretty Privilege, yes. that comes along with yep. that.
0: Yep, you know. Yeah. And we talked about this in a in a previous podcast. I think too, so. Right? I don't remember which one. I can't remember. I think it was season one. We dived into that, and we talked about some of the commercial commercials out, out there, like Beyonce. I think was one. Oh yes, where yes. she had a lighter skin complexion and things like that. So we know that to be true, right? Because people are going to pay for that, you know, prettier look. Yeah, unquote. yeah.
1: So it was interesting because the the article kind of gets into. Um, this, this grooming gap, but it talks mm-hmm. about how handbooks, specifically like policies and procedures at organizations, talk about specific grooming, right? Mm-hmm. And so some of those things that we know of as it relates to like your clothing policy, you know, some people yeah. can't wear fake nails, right. for instance, right? right? Some people have to wear... You know, their hair a certain way Mm -hmm. or style a certain way. When you think about like different industries, Mm -hmm. what does it look like in banking to be considered this professional look? What Mm -hmm. does that look like in healthcare? Right. Um. Some of those I know come from the nature of like you know I have um a cousin who's a nurse and she talks Mm -hmm. about she can't wear her nails a certain length right because of the work that she does. So some of that is hazard as it relates to your job, but Mm -hmm. a lot of that comes from what's considered I guess professional. Right. In these senses. Right. Um so yeah so i think the other piece of that article that was really interesting that called out specifically black women mm-hmm.
0: um who was it menda Minda Hartz, who is the founder and CEO of the Memo LLC, which is a great book, too, yes. not to be, like, you know, promoting, it, but it is a really, really great book Book if you haven't um, read it. I know a couple of my friends have read it as mm-hmm. well. And it, it really is just talking about being your authentic self in the workplace. And yeah. she talks about if you can't be your authentic self, then you should probably just leave. Right? So, um, but it's a, it is a really great book to really dive into some of those things that, We deem as professional and really questioning that. What does that look like in industries too?
1: Well, so it's interesting because Mendes said that black women have been quote unquote policed Mm -hmm. by the majority group since the beginning of time for how they wear their hair to the nail polish on their fingers. Mm-hmm. And she also talks about how many employers preach this authenticity in the mm-hmm. workplace. So we we hear it all the time. Bring your authentic self yep. to work. Come mm-hmm. work for us because we allow you to be authentic and bring your full self to work. Right. But she she questions that as it relates specifically to black women um, because she, has, she stated that black women have to decide whose version of authenticity yes. are you bringing to work um, because history has shown that our versions aren't always welcome.
0: Yes. Oh, that's deep. It is, that deep. is deep. I mean, even I remember, you know, growing up and getting into the workforce, and so many people said, you know, you have to wear your hair mm-hmm. a certain mm-hmm. way, you mm-hmm. can't have your nails a certain way, you can't wear hoop earrings, right? And it's like, but that's me, right? And I feel like I'm stripping myself to be in this professional yeah. realm, yeah. But that's just what you did, right? And I think recently, especially with the the Crown Act, and we mm-hmm. talked about that in mm-hmm. previous mm-hmm. podcasts too, with the Crown Act, you know, where you cannot discriminate based off of hair, um, hair color and texture and things yeah. of that nature, yeah. um, since that is something that's been at the forefront for almost, uh, about, I think it's past about 35, 36 states at this point, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's something where not a lot of people are starting to come and being their authentic self and wearing their hair. Yeah. I mean, I even see there's a huge movement when it comes to newscasters. Right. I'm mm. seeing that, too, even locally here in Buffalo, yes. um, but across the nation where you have newscasters stepping out. I'm like, this is me. This is my curls. and right. You're going to love it. Right. Right. So there is definitely a shift, but there's still that that piece there where people look at you like, mm, I don't know if she can actually do her job right, right. based off of her hair. Right. right, And
1: that's something, I mean, you you talk about your personal experiences. I've definitely had that as well. I, I can think, and, and we, I think, talked about this even in the past, but a previous job where I applied, and I remember I had like kinky twists at the mm-hmm. time, um, and this was back in, I don't even know if I want to say the year. I'm giving away <laughs> some years Circa, or whatever. Right. Circa, <laughs> this was probably at least... 10 years ago now but I remember taking my twist out before Mm -hmm. that interview and straightening my hair because I thought that was something I needed to do back then Mm -hmm. fast forward that would not be the case now it definitely wouldn't be the case but um I think and we've talked about this in the past too like congresswoman Ayanna um Presley Presley, Mm -hmm. you know when she came to the scene and 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 her her journey has been even really interesting yeah. too, right? Yeah. Because when she first came out, she was wearing uh, Havana twists, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. She was wearing Senegalese twists, and I remember seeing. I was like, if a Congresswoman can wear her hair naturally yep. in different styles, yep. why can't I? Mm-hmm. Because this is a different level of what's considered professionalism. Right. So, you know, the other pieces we think about right. our own background, like you know, having protective styles in mm-hmm. it's it's a lot easier i call it the wake and shake the know? wake and shake you just put the, the bonnet wake and shake on. i feel like you we have the... to
0: explain some of this to the bonnet the wake and shake the yes
1: <laughs> okay so the wake and shake means i ain't got to do that much right i have my hair in braids i can wake up take my bonnet off or my headscarf yep. shake my hair maybe do a little ting ting uh, to the
0: side <laughs> ting ting,
1: and then i can carry on with my day right? right so i don't have to sit here fussing
0: with hair mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't
1: know your hairstyle right now ain't wake and shake
0: It is wake and shake. It is. It is. I actually just put a bonnet on and I just. What about the curls though? They stay after a while. I only have to curl it like every four days. Okay. Well, that's still every four days. Every four days. So you got wake and shake for three days. Right. I'm missing my braids. I'll get those in about a month. Okay. But no, the wake (laughs) and shake is definitely something that is, that is needed. Right. But also too, like you're starting to see a lot of, um, you know, books and Mm. short Mm -hmm. movies Mm -hmm. where you're seeing that. They're talking about embracing your hair. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so I think the other part of this conversation, too, is growing up, you did not see what that looked like no, you, you didn't. in books, in stories, in movies. Right. And so you just thought, like, oh, your hair is supposed to be naturally straight yeah. or it's supposed to be whatever the case may be. Right? And so you didn't see that, and it wasn't accepted. Right. So now you have things like hair love, right, that mm. I think won, was it a Grammy? It's a Grammy? Oh. I, I, I know hear, what you're talking but about. But won some awards for yeah. hair love. I yeah. mean, it's talking about embracing your hair and all those different things. So I think, you know, seeing those images mm-hmm. and now you're starting to see young girls mm-hmm. just embracing their curls, mm-hmm. embracing their hair. And it's becoming more accepted yeah. than it was before, too.
1: Yeah. You know? And it's like, you know, the, the article talked about for any company that's not creating an inclusive environment mm-hmm. where women can wear their natural hair. Then shame on that organization, mm-hmm. right? Because the reality is, well, they also say they don't deserve the women who was trying, who were trying, right. to show up with their natural hair. But it's natural hair. It's natural. It's natural hair. hair. You know, it shouldn't be a big deal to wear it. It's how yeah. it grows out of your head, right? Um, but we do know that these specific biases around what's mm-hmm. professional or not. Like if I wear Afro to work right. and I've wore my right. my puff to work before, right? Mm-hmm. Like I have yeah. in between my braids. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know what I mean? Or wearing different bouffant styles with my natural hair mm-hmm. um, is something that should not be a big deal. Right. It I, really shouldn't.
0: I'm, I'm laughing to myself because I remember, and I don't know where I heard this from, who said it, but I remember growing up someone said, if your hair is nappy, they're not happy. Mm. And it stuck with me. Okay. I'm laughing because I can't believe like that was a thing. It's Yeah. But yeah. that was that was legitimate yeah. a thing. Right. Or even um, I remember after graduating from college, um, someone took me under their wing and was like, this is the type of makeup you even get. Right. This is what you're supposed makeup. to wear in terms of makeup. Right. What did that? What was and that? So makeup was and it says this it says it in the article. Right. It says whether you have makeup or not. It's more about how you perceive as being ready for the task at hand, right? Okay. So a lot of people really think that sometimes if you don't have makeup on, you may be sleepy or lazy. It's that ah. perception as well. And so people were say, well, this is the type of makeup you should get in order to look like this and awake and all that. So it's all those different Interesting. things. And I was spending so much money on makeup. Interesting. Because I thought that would go hand in hand, you know, with your hair too. So it was just very interesting so this number about the 400 and what was it 76 million dollars million on hair products now add the makeup products to it you're that's spending a good so point. much money you know on just your appearance to go to work
1: so i guess that, that's a good question because i never thought about it as a related to makeup specifically either mm-hmm. um and what's deemed to be professional or not like mm-hmm. do you wear makeup
0: every day to work, I do. Me too. I do. Me too. It's a thing. But, you know, remember a couple of years ago, Alicia Keys stopped wearing makeup? She was... She did, but they <laughs> but said she, it's the non-makeup the look. Ma- yes. She said she was... But, you know, but that became a big thing, it right? It was. It was a big thing about, oh, my gosh, she's not going to wear makeup. She's right. on TV. What does she look like? Right. It's all those different things that play a role of, are you equipped for the job at hand, hmm. you know, and it's, it's just interesting to think about. I guess the bigger question, you know, like if you didn't wear make, I mean, and that's
1: the thing, people used to seeing you with makeup, so <laughs> they just see you like, I, that's the other piece. But I think, <laughs> you know, some of this too just comes from what you want, right? What mm-hmm. makes you feel good? Mm-hmm. And I think as long as women are deciding what that is, whether I wear makeup or not, whether right. I ha- wear my hair natural or mm-hmm. not, um, I should be able to show up in my authentic self yes. or whatever that looks like. We know yes. that black people are not a, a monolith. Women are not a monolith mm-hmm. in that same sense. Mm-hmm. And so um you know it's it's interesting because I think we we talk about like the personal brand that comes with this yes. as well. I don't know. Brains I think have come to become a part of my personal brand. Natural hair yeah. too. Yeah. Um but I don't yeah. It is
0: your brand. Your it hair is. is part of your brand. You know how you show up is part of your If you're if you show up with, you know, like me you know, I have straighter hair, but I do straighten my hair, right? Yeah. I do wear my make. That's my brand, right? right? I do wear my hair curly sometimes. I do wear braids, but I like that versatility as well. Exactly. Where I don't have to question, are these braids good enough? That's right? true. I don't I don't have, I don't to have, to have that thought it. anymore. No. You know what I mean? Like, and I think, like
1: I said, those years ago, it was definitely something that was in the back of my head. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, are they going to consider me this or that, you right. know, because there's different connotations that go with it. Right. But, um... You know, I just, and this, the article says it too, like whether you have makeup or not, it's mm-hmm. more about how you're perceived as being mm-hmm. ready for the task at hand. Um, and so there's other companies that are having the conversation. I think it was choice hotels, right. uh, that said it wants its employees to bring their whole authentic selves to work, mm-hmm. which is why the company doesn't have any policies against tattoos or earrings mm-hmm. or nail polish color. Mm-hmm. Uh, But since it's a people-facing business, employees are expected to keep up with personal hygiene.
0: Which is understandable. Okay. Right. That's understandable.
1: Um, She added that the dress code in the hotel industry has changed dramatically over the years. Mm -hmm. uh, And that there were guidelines for women when you started that said you had to wear skirts. Yep. It also said you had to wear a matching jacket. But um, it also, you had to have pantyhose on. yep. And, and having coordinated pieces, even if you, you right. know, were in that specific right. industry. So there is progress being made. Times are changing. You know, it's funny because I heard a comment in the past, and this is years ago, like women need to come like hoops and skirts and hoops or something mm-hmm. like that. But that just shows you how long ago it was. Right. Remember the skirts that had the hoops inside of yep, them? Yep. I mean, this is probably like <laughs> early remember 1900s. That. I don't know. Not early 1900s. It had to be early on. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Guys in suits and girls in hoops. Yeah, that's what the comment mm-hmm. was. Um, but that's shifting. Dressing more casually. I mean, we got a lot of booming industries like tech, right? Yep. Um yeah. That people are not as concerned right. with this. You wearing some sneakers. You know, you right. can wear your J's
0: and yep. some jeans. You know me and my J's and be chilling, right? Mm-hmm. So. Um, and it it does not impede on your work ability. Right. And exactly. I think that's what it comes down to is that you know no matter what your hair looks like, if you wear makeup or not, if you're casual and dressed, that does not impede on how you look or how you work, right? Um, And I think that we should really start to examine some of this policy and what that looks like. Are we over-policing employees in the workplace? You know, obviously, you know, each workplace is different, but really looking at those policies and what does that look like, um, and I know a lot, a lot of even schools. I know we're looking at things hmm. like that too, mm-hmm. constantly on a yearly basis. Mm-hmm. To say, are we keeping up with what is acceptable and what's not?
1: Yeah, and I think you know, there's different industries that say, well, we're this specific industry and we have to have this specific yeah. look. But to me, it also goes to who your customer is. Mm-hmm. And the connection to your customer, I think about healthcare, Mm -hmm. we employ a lot of people that have lived experience and they are coming from specific communities that we're trying to serve. It's huge, right? Like, um, and that's why we've even looked at policy to say, look, we got a lot of people doing outreach. Mm -hmm. You can't go outside (laughs) with a suit on doing outreach, trying to talk to someone specifically about their health in specific settings. Right. So matching that setting. Um, to, to who you're trying to reach, but then mm-hmm. also not limiting your employees right. in that same sense. Right. So I think there's authenticity that comes from even your consumers or, yes. you know, whether they're patients or customers or what, but right. uh, not necessarily being so bound by this old way of doing things yes. and being yeah. more open to yeah. newer ways.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it's definitely a, a different lens of, of looking at equity and um, in- inclusivity Uh, overall too. So I, you know, this article definitely hit home in many ways, but I'm definitely optimistic to see how things are going to change over time.
1: And you know, one topic, we didn't touch on it today, but I think something in the future Mm -hmm. too, especially as it relates to women. um, And maybe we can touch on a little bit, like just the sense that when you're in a specific profession or you're at a certain level, you have to show up at a certain
0: type of way. Yes. Yes. I don't know if we want to go there. I think that's a topic for a different, okay. but I know, but I know what you You mean. know where I'm trying to I go. I know what you are going? how you have yeah. to, like, you have to show up and you have to just be on constantly. Right, right. And there's minimal room for mistakes.
1: Yes. And minimal ways for how you can present yourself yes. in different lights. Yep. You know, as, as women who are in a space where we're trying, you know, I think we've done a really great job building our own professional mm-hmm. brands. But what does that look like? What does it look like when I
0: want to go on vacation? And what does it look like on social media? Mm. You know, what does it look like? You know, and we know Buffalo is small, right? right. Our, and where we are in Buffalo is very small. And, you know, if you show up and, you know, you just want to have just a moment to yourself, people may like, oh my gosh, I can't believe Kendra wore that or her dress was so short or whatever because we know that, you know, our brand is everything. And so that's something we could definitely dive into. We got to get into that at some point. For sure, about how you show up on social media. How do you show up in other spaces outside of your professional realm? Agree. And what does that look like?
1: And are the two separate or do they have to come together or what does that look like? Right. I don't
0: know. Okay. Let's That's dive a, into that. We're
1: going to dive into that at some point. That's a little, you know, a little ting-ting yes, for later. A
0: little, yes, a little teaser.
1: So let's uh, look. I know, gem of the day. I like, and I not even think about I it. I know, the gem of the you day. You go first.
0: <laughs> I haven't thought about it either. Um, So my gem of the day. I don't know. I wouldn't even say it's like a gem of the day per mm-hmm. se, but just um, I would say just allow yourself to you know, sometimes free yourself from the professional world mm. and definitely, you know, not be bound by it 24-7. I know the work that we do, um, being full-time, uh, basically full-time consultants at this right. point, <laughs> Right. but consultants having, you know, a nine-to-five and doing everything else, for me, I've been really trying to take myself out of that realm a little bit mm. and just literally Netflix and chill. Like, yes. And I've been watching a lot of documentaries lately, and so the one that I've been watching was um, The Dropout, And was talking about uh, this woman who started this company out in Silicon Valley, but was basically frauding everyone. Interesting. I'm gonna have to check that and, out. And uh, so I'm not gonna give you all Don't the details. Don't tell me too much. I'm not give you the details. Okay. But I found it to be just very interesting. And all that to say is just have a moment to just just escape. Like whatever okay. your escape route is. For me lately, it's just been a lot of Netflix and chill. A lot of yeah. docu series I've been watching. Yeah. Documentaries I've been watching. Um, but just allow yourself to escape for a moment and just be. I like and that's that. why I'm just I like just that. be you know, turn your phone on, put it on. Do not disturb. Listen, which I've been doing a lot. And sometimes I've forgot to take my phone off. Do not disturb, but right, it's okay. Right. But just allow yourself to be,
1: I ain't got much to add to that. I think that's a mic drop in yes. my opinion. <laughs> um, cause I'm, I'm just going to lean into that too. Right. Like I, um, I usually work on Saturdays mm-hmm. and there were a few Saturdays that I took off and it felt amazing. Yeah. So I agree with that, you know, lean into that. I think I will only add, and it relates to kind of what we talked about. Um, just trying to be more comfortable showing more of your full self, mm-hmm. um, whether that be, you know, getting some red nails. Yes, there we go. Whether that be putting a little color <laughs> in your hair, um, but really just showing up as your yeah. authentic self and embracing right. all of that and what that looks like. Right. So that's my little little,
0: little two cents. I day. am
1: also watching stuff. Um, I finished the Kanye Genius oh. series is a genius interest it was so interesting to me that's something that people got to check out um because it showcases just like the backstory Mm -hmm. um one of his friends cootie
0: recorded him Did you see they got paid 30 million dollars by netflix for that
1: good for him Mm -hmm. i mean shoot Mm -hmm. he deserves it i was he deserves it yes he deserves it so good for me. Um, I did not yeah, know that. Yep. That's mm-hmm. cool. So, yeah, watch something good. Y'all suggest stuff to watch to us too. We're always yes. looking um for things to watch. Yeah. But I think that's it. Yeah, it's not
0: episode in the book. Another
1: episode. We will see y'all next week. And bye. Peace. We off. Now? No. no.
0: Hey. <laughs> A- May. Hey. Say. Hey. Say. hey. 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 Don't say that they oh, didn't record. Uh, it didn't record, and um, I'll see y'all next week. Whew. I'll see you next week. Really? Oh, the audio is there though, right? The audio's not there. Oh. Oh. No. Okay. Oh, we
1: not. not. The video record. Oh. That's oh, no, okay. True. Okay. As long as you picture got the audio. As long as you got the audio. A picture the yeah. Let's yeah. Take a
0: picture and put up the picture. Yeah. It's okay. Life happens. You got the audio.
1: Okay, Shit, that's all coming. we could look. Just be like Listen, happens. just be. We ain't stress. as long as you got the audio. What the fuck did I, I know I. Jay Cruz. Record, we it's, up, it's guess what? listen. Listen. You got
0: the audio. Right. How you know it didn't record? I mean because it was no finish button. i do at care. Cuz I just hit record. Oh. That's
1: You got to be fucking kidding me. You got the audio